Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Vitamin Apollo pod, y'all. Um, it has been a wild couple weeks. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, I had midterms this past couple weeks, and for the most part, that went well. But there was definitely some difficulty for me with French, which I feel like when I talk about the fact that I have a lot of trouble in French class and with learning French... Um, I find that a lot of people are really shocked about that because I live in France. And so their automatic assumption is that since I live in France, I must speak French fluently. The reality of it is, though, that my French level is fine. It's, you know, it's whatever. But especially after living in Spain for the first part of this year, I've been finding it really, really difficult to kind of get back into the groove of, of language learning. And especially with French, you know, I really struggle with the grammar because with Spanish, I feel like I've gotten so used to the way that Spanish and English does grammar. Although, do I even know English grammar? No. Like, I know it subconsciously, but if you asked me what, like, a participle was or something, I don't even know. I didn't even know if that's a word, quite frankly. But anyways, but since I know Spanish grammar... I find that I keep accidentally trying to put Spanish grammar on to French, which obviously does not work because there are two different languages. But the funny thing is that it like kind of does work at least part of the time, which low-key makes it worth it to try every time. Does that make sense? So then I fall into the trap of, um, you know, now I'm doing better in French because I can use Spanish to help me, but since I'm using Spanish to help me, I'm not actually learning anything. So it's kind of a give and a take, but uh, that's where I've been for the past couple weeks is just studying and trying to get my grades up in French especially. Anyways, but enough of that. It is spooky season. As you guys might know, I fucking love spooky season. I love spooky season. It is my favorite time of year. Other than, of course, my birthday, because as we all know, my birthday is the best time of the year. And so is yours. It is your best time of year because it was when you were born. Anyways, sorry. I'm very intense about people celebrating themselves. But I thought that because it is spooky season, I would give a little rating, a little, a little dive, if you will, into some of the kind of horror movies I've been watching recently. Now, quick disclaimer, quick caveat. Um, I was not into any sort of scary movie, horror movie, whatever, um, for pretty much my entire life. I was the person that like, when I was in, I want to say sixth, maybe seventh grade, I think seventh grade, the uh, middle school that I was at hosted for Halloween. They had a um, like haunted house portion that the eighth graders made. So like it was again, it was made by like thirteen year olds. Don't get that excited, but it was a haunted house, and it literally just went through the teachers' lounge. It was just essentially a long hallway. Um, they had taken the teachers' lounge and the hallway outside of it and decorated it. And then had created, like, this little annex room where they made, um, like, an intro video to the haunted house, which was very fun. And when I was in seventh grade and I went, it was themed dolls. 
Because, of course, because everything is themed dolls, because dolls are fucking terrifying. And I really didn't want to go, but all my friends were telling me that I should and that, you know, it was going to be our last year to attend before we had to make one ourselves and we should enjoy it and blah, blah, blah. So I said fine, because I was a pushover at 12. And although isn't everyone a pushover at 12, but I digress. We go in and they say... To begin the experience, we are going to play a video that the eighth graders have made. I said, okay. So we all sit in the room. Again, this is just like a classroom. Like, this is not even the haunted house. Like, we are literally just sitting in a classroom. um, Watching on, like, the little TV or whatever. Some, like, video that the, that the eighth graders had made. And so we're all sitting there, whatever, watching this video. The theme is dolls. So it's, like, kind of a... I don't remember the name of the movie because, quite frankly, I think it's called The Ring, but quite frankly, all of them kind of blend together because they're all the something. It's like The Ring, The Shining, The whatever. Um, But it's the one where the woman with the long black hair comes out of the TV. I'm pretty sure that's The Ring. Anyways, kind of picture that, um, but made by eighth graders. So like Blair Witch Project, if the people in it were not actually studying film. Um, but, like, it was a sleigh and a half for, like, 14-year-olds, but, like, it was, it was shitty for 24-year-olds or 23-year-olds or however old I am. Um, and so anyways, we're sitting in this room, and they start playing this video, and it is this, like, horror-esque video of, they had, like, chosen that the theme of the year, because, of course, you have a theme for a haunted house, the theme of the haunted house that year was dolls as I said but the thing is is that they decided to kind of focus the dolls like less around like Annabelle or Chucky and more around like the girl with the black hair so it was like there were dolls there were for sure actual dolls in the haunted house most of the haunted well most of this preliminary part of the haunted house where we were just sitting in this room was much more based on the terrifying idea of this woman with the really long hair, um, like, crawling around behind you without you noticing. And as we're sitting watching this film, I'm sitting, luckily, thank God, on the floor in front of the couch. So I wasn't on the couch. And all of a sudden, the people on the couch are, like, jumping and screaming. And it turned out that one of the eighth graders had, like, dressed up as the girl in the video, like, the girl with the long black hair. And was, like, jumping out from behind the couch and, like, scaring everyone. I was so scared from that preliminary thing that I didn't even go to the haunted house. Like, legitimately didn't even bother. Um, I was absolutely fucking terrified from that little intro bit. I didn't even go in the haunted house. And I was so freaked out that I had nightmares about dolls for, like, two months. And I kept getting convinced we were uh, getting our bathroom renovated at that time. So I was using the guest bathroom. In the guest bathroom, the window is like directly across from the shower. And we have like frosted windows, obviously. So it's not like anyone can see in. But like I would shower in there during this period. And I would literally think like I would convince myself that someone was waiting outside that window and trying to get in and see me and trying to watch me or whatever. It was fucking terrifying i have not had a nightmare fear like that in a long time 
But so imagine my surprise when, after I started my Lamech doll, I was suddenly able to watch horror movies. I don't know what it has been about this past year, but I am just, I am in my horror movie era. I am healed enough, I guess, that I'm no longer afraid of it. And I feel like I can enjoy a horror movie without absolutely dying on the inside, which is quite exciting. The current one I'm watching is the Fear Street trilogy. There's um, Fear Street 1994, Fear Street 1978, and Fear Street 1666, I think. It's a trilogy. The last one was released like last year, I think. And it's funny because the first time I actually was introduced to this film franchise, I was at my eldest sibling's house. Hi, Florian. I was at Florian's house, and they and their partner were watching it together on the couch. And it was, from what I remember, like, I wasn't even really there. I just kind of, like, walked in in the living room while they were watching it. And I was fucking terrified. Like, I was so scared. I think I lasted, like, three minutes and then just left. Absolutely fucking terrifying. And it's so funny because, you know, yesterday, I kind of was, like, running out of Halloween, like, fun slasher movies to watch. Which also is super new. I've never been into slasher movies before, but now I can't get enough of them. And... Anyway, so I'm sitting there, like, looking through all of the stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, I get that movie recommended to me. Fear Street. 19, whatever the fuck. I said, oh my god. This movie scared the absolute living crap out of me last year. I should definitely watch this. But I did it smart, okay? Like, I know myself. I did it intelligently. I watched it during the day. I had the windows open for background noise. So I remembered that, like... Because one of my things is I get really sucked into the movie. And then I forget that there's an outside world. Like, I forget that the fear is not real. Also, that it's not actually going to come to get me in my sleep. Also, did you just hear that voice crack? That was such a slay and a half. Are you kidding me? Anyways... Um, so I set myself up as I always do, soft blanket, middle of the day, whatever. And then it was so funny because I was watching it and I literally thought to myself, this isn't scary enough. Like, what? Apollo, what? Not scary enough. Up until last year, you couldn't even look at a doll without like almost shitting yourself. Now suddenly you're having issues because the movie we're watching isn't scary enough what the actual fuck anyways so then i got my speaker out and i plugged my computer into my speaker and i listened to it that way and that was way more fun because it was like surround sound but i feel like i'm turning into a fucking psychopath like i've never ever enjoyed horror movies i've never seen the point of going from this fucked up world into watching a fucked up movie and then finding like release from that or like peace from that um, I've never understood that. Sorry about the car in the background. But now I do. Which is that, you know, I think when you go through a lot of trauma as a kid, it can feel really triggering, but also, like, redundant to watch horror films. Like, there was really no point in me watching slasher films or horror flicks or psychological thrillers 
when I had already gone through so much of my own trauma with violence, um, I didn't feel like I needed to add it back in. But now that my anxiety is down, I feel like I'm finally understanding what people meant when they said it was fun to get scared. Because when you have an anxiety disorder, like, it's not fun to be scared because you're constantly scared. Like, I'm constantly freaking out. But now that my anxiety and my depression as well is more under control, I feel like I can really enjoy um, horror movies and scary things. I think I understand now, like, what people mean by it's fun to get scared without actually having anything, like, threatening you. It's the only time I've ever really gotten scared was when my brain perceived a threat, which, like, even with those fucking, uh... The, the 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 doll the doll things at the eighth grade even with the dolls like was I scared of that yeah but was it because it was actually scary or because my brain was just like we cannot deal with this amount of stimuli so we just need to get you out of here type beat yeah probably you know anyways so I started watching Fear Street now I'm only halfway through the second one but so far I'm absolutely loving it it's just such a fun movie and it's very very classic like teen slasher vibes but with some very fun like supernatural spooky occult twists which I love um I do love anything kind of witchy so I would say oh if you haven't seen it basically the premise of it is um they live in this city called Shadyside um and Basically, it's like Shadyside versus Sunnyvale, you know, like these two uh, roaring cities, blah, blah, blah. One is rich, one is poor. And Shadyside has a reputation of serial killers, which is like such a funny reputation to have for being a small town in the middle of nowhere, but I digress. And they're famous for serial killers. And basically, another one, like... And a, a serial killer comes back to haunt this group of kids essentially and they have to escape and I'm I'm really not selling it well because I don't know how to explain this without giving you the entire plot which is not worth it but it is really fun and another fun thing about the trilogy is that each part of it takes place um in a different time period Right, and so you have the 90s, and then you have the 70s, and then you have the 1600s. So it's really fun because you kind of get um, this, like, historical tour as well. Not so much for the 90s, obviously, but more for, like, the 1600s one. It's really fun. I've heard. I haven't watched it yet. And then the other one that I've been absolutely obsessed with that y'all should watch is it's called The Final Girls. It's on Netflix. And it's basically about this girl who her mom dies and her mom is like a movie star in a horror movie. And after her mom dies, they do like a tribute showing of the horror movie for her like three years later. And the daughter goes um, just to like, you know, represent the family at the showing or whatever. And a fire breaks out and they have to like break through the movie screen to escape the burning movie theater but when they go through the movie screen they end up in the horror movie and so it's really cool because it's not only this like scary movie about like a horror movie but it's also kind of cool because it's about this girl's relationship with her mother and kind of the like psychological effect that seeing 
her mother in this world that is not actually her mother, right? It's, like, the character her mother was playing. But seeing her mother in this world, like, it's... It really makes the main character rethink her relationship with her mother's death. Um, anyways, it's really, really good. And it's really interesting, too, because since it's about, you know, the final girls, like the final girls in horror movies, the girls that end up, like, you know, beating the the villain or whatever, like they end up killing him even though they're wearing next to nothing. Like, it it takes that idea and turns it on its head um where it takes the like sexualization of women and does make it part of the plot but kind of in a funny what the fuck is this kind of way kind of in a critical way which is nice obviously also there's the scary movie franchise now the scary movie franchise is arguably one of my favorite franchises ever um i even liked this one i didn't like scary movies but if you haven't heard about the Scary Movie franchise, basically, I think there's, like, five of them, like, Scary Movie 1, Scary Movie 2, and they are satire parodies of real-life horror films. So they take the plots of horror films that are famous, such as, I don't even know, Carrie or, I don't know, other ones, assumedly. I have not seen enough horror movies to know references. I really do apologize, but... Basically, they take all these, like, terrifying horror movie tropes and turn them on their head. And it is so funny. They have this entire scene in, I want to say the second one, maybe the first, um, in which the cheerleader, like, you've probably seen it. The cheerleader is like, oh, am I supposed to be the helpless victim? Oh, no. Oh, are you going to kill me now? Oh, no, I'm dead. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, she makes a whole joke about her getting literally murdered which is just like it's just so iconic it is so funny those are fun too because i feel like those are great whether or not you like scary movies because on the one hand it's not scary but like if you like scary movies then watching it and seeing all of the references to your favorite films i think will be really really fun for you um but if you are easily scared the references are not meant to be scary. They're meant to be parody, like satirical parody, comedic versions of the original horror movies. So it's really not that bad. Um, there is blood and stuff like that. For the most part, it's fake. There is blood, there is drugs, whatever. Um, those are used as jokes, you know, like it's basically like... Um, comedic relief type things but it is super super funny and it's also just funny because you know I think that we can we can get caught up a lot of the time in movies that take themselves seriously and that's okay you know there are serious movies out there but like I think sometimes it's nice to just watch a movie and know that it's supposed to be dumb like it's just supposed to be a movie you know we've been studying these operas in my opera class Every single one of them is so ridiculous and just so over the top. But it's because when these people went to see the opera, that's what they wanted. Like, they went to go see something that was ridiculous and over the top and would get their mind off of things, you know? And I feel like we're getting... It's interesting, this, like, entertainment sphere right now, I feel like is half 
bullshit TV shows and movies that, like, are just reality TV that add nothing to anyone's lives but exist because people need something to do. And then there's, like, serious movies that are up for awards and, like, have, you know, nominated actors and actresses in them and stuff. And, like, I love a happy medium. I do. I love a movie, a film, or flim, as my mom would say, um, a film that is good-ish, but, like, funny and doesn't take itself seriously and understands that, like, it's just a movie, you know? If you're making a movie, obviously, about, like, if you're making Schindler's List, yeah, that should be fucking serious. But, like, if you're making something like a scary movie parody or a teen slasher film, like, it shouldn't be that serious. You know, like, this is this is not going to win an award. No one's trying to win an award. They're just trying to make a funny movie. Like, just a fun escapist moment. And I would say that my final escapist is... Oh, well, okay, so the... My final escapist is, like, escapist movies. Um, I would say Hubie Halloween and The Curse of Bridge Hollow. Those are my two current, like, chill um, Halloween movies that are definitely Halloween movies, but, like, don't take themselves that seriously. They know that it's, like, just for fun. Hubie Halloween is fun. It's an Adam Sandler movie. I fucking love Adam Sandler. I think he's hilarious. Um, and this movie is super, super hilarious as well. He's really funny in it. Uh, Adam Sandler plays Hubie, who's the who's the main character. And um, it's 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 very much an Adam Sandler flick. Let's put it that way. Like if you don't like his other movies, you're probably not gonna like this one. But I like all of his movies, and I thought this one was fucking hilarious. So, um, definitely worth it if you have the chance to watch it. I believe it's on Netflix or Disney, I think. But it's basically about this guy who's, like, ostracized from his community, and he saves the day when they're threatened by Halloween. I don't want to give too much of it away because it's it's really, really funny and you should watch it. But uh, Hubie Halloween, it's only like an hour and a half too, which is chill. And then The Curse of Bridge Hollow. The Curse of Bridge Hollow is so fun. Um, it is on Netflix and it's this movie about this family that moves to this small town that takes Halloween really, really seriously and has this myth of the curse of Stingy Jack. And um, it turns out that the myth of the curse is real. And the two uh, the two main characters, the dad and the daughter, have to, like, basically run around trying to not only convince people that their Halloween decorations are cursed and that's why they're coming to life, but also that they pose a threat because of an imaginary skeleton named, named Stingy Jack. So it's... Both of those movies are very fun, very Halloween-y, but, like, definitely know that they are Halloween movies, not meant to be taken seriously, um, but they're fun. I don't know if I'd say for the whole family. I was gonna say fun for the whole family. I don't know if I'd say that. Uh, The Curse of Bridge Hollow is definitely fun for the whole family. Hubie Halloween, no. Uh, Adam Sandler is not particularly known for being family-friendly in the movies he directs, so maybe not, but... Those are movies, so to recap, movies you should watch, okay? The Fear Street Trilogy, 
Hubie Halloween, uh, The Curse of Bridge Hollow, and The Scary Movie Franchise. Those are the things that I think you should watch this Halloween. I know that there's only a couple days left, but I firmly believe in you. I think that in three days, four days, you could do it. You could get all of your watching done. I really do believe that. If you're looking for TV shows to watch, I recommend The Good Witch. Um, That's the one I've currently been watching. It's about this, which I might have talked about it before, actually, but... It's basically about this woman, Cassie Nightingale. Um, It's a Hallmark show. It was made into a series of movies and then adapted into a show. And it, the show part of it is basically about this woman who lives in this small town and she's like magical and comes from this magical family and helps people solve daily issues such as how to plan parties or how to communicate with their partner because apparently straight people just don't do that. Like, I don't know if you've noticed that, but apparently straight people just, like, do not talk to their partners and things. It is absolutely insane to me how many movies um, exist where their main conflict could be resolved within two seconds if they just, like, asked each other basically anything about their emotional state. But The Good Witch is fun because um, it's a Hallmark show, so it's definitely, like... Gives off Hallmark vibes. Very, very low um, stakes. Not any violence. No one ever raises their voice at each other. It's very chill. And it takes place in small town Connecticut. And another show, if you're looking for something that's not necessarily like Halloween themed, but is like fall-esque, I would say Gilmore Girls or Gossip Girl are beloved 2G's shows. Um... Those are both, I feel like, fall-themed and associated with this time of year without necessarily being, like, Halloween Halloween, in case that's not your vibe. But anyways, um, I hope you liked this pod episode. I hope this quality is okay. I do not have my microphone on me right now, so I'm using my phone, and I know that the volume can kind of go up and down, so I'm going to try and edit that, but... I really love y'all. I hope you're having a great spooky season. Please, 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 please be safe. I know we're nearing Halloween. Please take care of yourselves. Make sure that, you know, when you're going out at night or you're going partying or whatever, watch your drink, watch where you're eating, um, and try to look up, you know, safety measures in the area, especially if you're going out to clubs and stuff on Halloween night. Every city has its own form of violence that is the most common there and i encourage you to figure out which violence is most common in your city so you can learn how to avoid it uh for example barcelona was really famous for stabbings so that was something i never thought about before um but i became much more aware of how close people were standing to me than before but that's besides the point i absolutely adore you all and i hope you have the most wonderful time and i hope you have a safe halloween and i will see you next week Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye, you guys.